happened to you? <laughs> YouTube. You want to start over again? Or just keep going? Yeah, keep going. I usually cut this segment out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. So every Monday is CircuitPython meeting time. So if you'd like to join the, the devs and the community at large, you can join in on the Discord chat room uh, every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern time is when the CircuitPython meeting happens. And you can subscribe to it as a podcast using your favorite podcast service. It also gets posted as an archive on YouTube when it works. All right. Newsletters happen once a week. It's product focus. It's the new, new newsletter. Go to adafruit.com slash newsletter to subscribe to that. Daily newsletters happen from adafruitdaily.com. You can subscribe to your favorite categories such as Python on hardware, 3D printing, maker business, IoT monthly, and more. So check that out at adafruitdaily.com. Help wanted. There is some jobs available this week. Let's take a look at the website, jobs.adafruit.com. It's free to create an account if you're an employer or a maker looking to get some gigs. This week I'm seeing a full-time position at DigiKey seeking an influencer and content creator at Rockstar. If that sounds like you, go ahead and check out and submit your, uh, your resume. There's also an open hardware summit chair. So if you'd like to be a chair, you can check, check out this job posting here. All good things, so check it out. That's jobs.adafruit.com. Help is wanted and we need your help. There's a contest. Halloween season is upon us. It is August and there's a Halloween hack fest. We're sponsoring it, Adafruit and DigiKey is sponsoring the Hackaday contest. So this is gonna be done through Hackaday. There's a blog post all about it with some last year um, projects. So let me go to the website. There it is, is on Hackaday. The deal is you create a project on Hackaday.io and the top three winners will receive a $150 shopping spree at DigiKey's website. And if you happen to use an Adafruit board, we're gonna double that and you'll get, uh, also folks will be awarded $50 Tindy gift cards for the most artistic projects. Great way to get creative. Great blog post here and there are um, lots of examples of stuff. And this has been running since, uh, Oh boy, since the 10th of August, and the deadline is October 11th, October 11th. Um, spill the bean, pumpkin seeds from what you've made. Very, very cool. So check that out. I'm, I'm excited to see more Halloween projects because we're here. It's not too late, right? <laughs> so there you no, go. No, you're right on time right you're now. Right on time. I think that's all of the housekeeping. What else do we have? I think that's it. Another thing real quick. Tonight, show and tell, we're gonna be hosting it. So if you'd like to join uh, the show and tell, you, you probably know how to do so, but we'll be hosting. So we can't wait to see folks tonight. That's gonna to be at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. And then of course, Ask Engineer happens at 8 p.m. Eastern time. But uh, we're excited to see you folks there. So I'm gonna jump back over to the Discord and see if the stream is still going, right? You're good, you're good. I'm good. All right, any other shout outs, folks? Halloween is in August. I'm sorry, Andy, it is, it, it, it starts in August, it just does. If you go to any of the discount stores, Halloween spirits are all up around. Decor is all over the place in the they Disney had their, parks. They had their grand opening of the spirit, I believe, like last month. Grand opening, last <laughs> month. 
gosh, this happens earlier every year, but that gives yep. you plenty of time to get into the spirit, into the season, make a big project. I've already been posting projects on the blog. All of the 3D Hangout, or the 3D time-lapse uh, videos are, are all Halloween. Halloween. This is yeah. a Halloween company, it's, by the way. Like, Lamar and Phil love Halloween. Phil B, paint your dragon, a literal dragon, who is all about Halloween, so embrace the uh, the culture and uh, get your... Uh, you get some some monies this time, so mm -hmm. win some stuff and, and make some stuff. It's it's a maker holiday. You gotta get into this, folks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Every day is Halloween, says Kappa Cafe. <laughs> yes, it is. I hear that in the Halloween tone. Every day is Halloween. Every day is Halloween. Yeah, that's just been running on repeat in the background. I need to change up my decor here to be more Halloween stuff. Like there's a a pumpkin. You know, style. Uh, yeah, we gotta get everything out of the, uh, the attic and the closets. Mm, fun stuff. All right, well, with that, folks, uh, are you ready to catch up on two weeks of projects? Here yeah. we go. Let's go ahead and start off with this week's project, or last week's project? Last week's project. Let's go ahead and take a look at these awesome resin cast and keycaps. Before we went off on holiday, we showed four. I even started making some of these. And uh, this is using our really cool mold kit that we have in the shop. We got a couple of these that are in stock. Two-piece little silicone design. You can pour your favorite uh, UV curable resin to make your own keycaps. These are MX compatible. So these will work with the Kali switches that we have. Got a bunch of those. And the cool thing that I wanted to test out was having components as well as the googly eyes. Time for manual things, focus. Let's get this as close as we can. One of the things we are known for and some of the closer. Halloween eye products. There you go. So of course, we had to add Ooh. some googly eyes to this. With some gold flakes. Yeah, yeah. This so is we wanted to try out doing multi-layered uh, keycaps. So you can kind of see closer. there's like two there layers on this one. Yeah, I've got super macro mode here. So Ooh, there you go. Yeah. You can really see... No, you did really good. Even um, there, I don't see any of the air bubbles. Air bubbles is one of the the enemies of uh, of casting, and yeah, there are some, some. But because it's such a small part, you're less likely to get these air bubbles. Oh, there's just got to be there, diligent in trying to get these out. Yeah. It would definitely help to have one of those chambers that right. um, that take away all of the bubbles. Yeah. If you're gonna like sell these on Etsy, you might want to invest yeah. into that tooling. But this was a great first starter. Um, kind of get get your feet wet with resin. Oh man, look at this one. So this is a good combination of mica powder and embedding a, a li literal resistor in there. I think the joke is that these should have been a capacitor, a, uh, a capacitor, a um, Which resistor to have some resistant caps. No, capacitor to have some cap key caps. Yeah. <laughs> This is a, this is probably you're hitting the limit on like what's the biggest thing you can put in your keycap probably a, uh, one of these and it kind of magnifies it too which is quite interesting and the uh, what is it the NP two two twos yeah a little transistor Connie the transistor over here so that looks really really good that's so awesome this is a mixture of these um, little glitter that are oh, cut into hearts. the heart shapes yeah. I like those. We also use those on the kitty cat paws, which oh, we also that. we also have the silicone modes of the kitty cat paw, and lots of little creative things you can do there with the nubbins. Wanted to make mm -hmm. the hearts for each of the pads there, along with some glitter. Yeah. And look how good these uh, stems come out. Stems are excellent. So in the video that we put together, 
Uh, please take a look at it if you do plan to uh, get into these. Uh, the trick really was to uh, cure it in layers. So as you're adding more layers, you want to cure each each kind of thing. I just did a little bit of a ah. autofocus. Let me turn that off. There you go. And one of the things we found is the silicone mold, the tolerances work best with the Cherry MX non-kale socket or non-kale switches just because the... Um, it's a little bit loose on the on the kale box. So that's just a little bit of a warning. If you do want to resin cast and use these silicone molds, um, the tolerances for these stems are gonna work the best on the, uh, the Cherry MX style stems. And what is the difference between them? Well, you can see that one has a crossbar and the non, um, the kale box has an, a literal box. So for whatever reason, um, they the work. Toler the tonsure is like okay, but it, it can. Oh no, it actually. Eh, it's not too bad. It's not too bad, right? If you're trying it's not to show off out, with. But it can do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, It'll take a little more force yeah. than on the Cherry MX right. one, so you can do that. Especially when you have a googly eye in there and you're uh, specifically hitting it to have the eye that. bounce fun. around. Yeah, that's fun. But mm -hmm. uh, hey, that's just one of the things that we want you to know about. These profiles are, oh boy, U1 or something. So you can check out that these have very particular profiles. Uh, so this is a silicone mold, it's a two-part bit. And then we're using our, our curing lamp that we talked about two weeks ago. This is a learned guide and a 3D print and something that you assemble yourself with a Permaproto and some UV LEDs. The real add-on to this really was this little tray because as you are adding stuff, this is this is very floppy and it can it can sag a bit. So the deal here is that this little tray will keep it nice and straight as you insert it into the mouth of this uh, this lovely device. Yeah, so this has been updated. The Thingiverse file for this has the tray included, and if you want to pick, or you're going to have to build yeah. <laughs> build this guy out, you can pick up all the parts for this. It's just the Prima Proto, the half-size Prima Proto board, and it's uh, 30 of the UV LEDs. Yeah, it's a fun project. Oh, and a solder. power boost. Oh, and a power boost, because yep. <laughs> it's rechargeable. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, that was yeah. one of the most, um, in terms of the the little hidden secret for this, was keeping the stem and the, the two parts of these completely aligned. So check out the guide for all of the step-by-step uh, -step on uh, just one, some of the little gotchas to mm -hmm. increase the yield of yep. popping these out. One of the other things I don't even mention in there is uh, just like 3D printing, instead of filling all of the molds up, and then having four fails, yeah. just do one. So if it do fails, one, it's yeah. just one. Yeah, we, we have some of this uh, pigment, which is like powder. We used mica powder, but uh, we- This should work this, as well. We sh this should work as well. Um, we haven't tried it, but we, we remembered, oh yeah, we have this, <laughs> this pigment in stock, so we might as well throw it up there. Um, most of the things are in stock. The macro pad's still out of stock. Um, but you could use the snap or any of any it's number ortho. of things. Yeah, this yeah. will work with anybody, like so. That's what's cool about it. And uh, I think we have a link to the resin, maybe not. Oh, I did not put a That's link right. on there. Yeah, you can get it from Amazon. It's literally and, the first uh, let's take a search result that comes in. Yeah, uh, there This you go. is a, what is this, YR Rhythm? Oh, YR Rhythm? Yeah. Right, so this, this is it. Single part, so you don't have to mess with trying to uh, weigh two, a two-part 
uh, epoxy resin or anything mm. like that. Nice list of features. Mm -hmm. Odor free, self degassing. You, you smell a little bit, so make mm. sure that you okay. are in uh, open. Wear gloves. It. You can see Pedro's. You know, you, you want to have a nice silicone mm -hmm. mat when you're working with it. And then this is 200 grams of this. How much of this resin do you have, and how much do you think? You I think use? I have a little bit more than half of the bottle uh, left. Oh, great! So you can make. You can make a ton. You know, a ton of these. More maybe than, a whole 300. Probably. Uh, I want to say maybe 50 or something like that with um, like your fails as well. So mm -hmm. quite a bit for I think like $20 and it ships next day oh, nice. on That's Amazon. Good. All right. I wonder if you can get these locally from like your, uh, your Joanne's maybe. I would your not Michaels, be surprised since it is store. used for a lot of jewelry making. For sure. Look at these diamonds. Mm -hmm. these gems. Specifically what these are supposed to be for. Yeah. And this comes with a bunch of the tools too, like right. your little mixing. That um, is really important that it comes silicone with tools. stuff. Because uh, the little silicone pokers, toothpicks, mm -hmm. uh, are what help you pop those air bubbles and just spread out the mica powder. Yeah. And the mica powder, just search for mica powder. Actually, Shout out to Alvaro for uh, telling yeah. us about mica powder. We were like, what should we mm -hmm. use? And he was like, mica powder. So yeah, here's the bottle. 200 grams. This is what we recommend. Right. And it's clear, right? So you're going to get super clear. You can mix it with pigments. You can put stuff in it. And... Uh, Maybe get a bottle of alcohol for uh, getting rid of any of the tackiness. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it looks great, man. Yeah, uh, so in terms of the layers, I think I was able to get three different layers on there. And that's about all uh, you need, really, mm -hmm. to have like a foreground, um, like the hero of what your yeah, keycap key is maybe? trying to um, like visualize. So these, this is like volume up and volume down. So of course I have the uh, glitter cut out uh, musical the... little... Uh, are these not treble clefs? <laughs> quarter notes? Yeah, they're quarter notes. Some sort of note. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's super cool layering of uh, different, different, different elements. Yeah, I wanted to uh, see if there's any other type of like Halloween themed ones to make a Halloween uh, sound effects uh, cool. little thing. Yeah. Super cool. Check yeah, out so the check guide out the learn for guide that. And we pick still up have the silicone molds as yes. they are in stock. Here it is on the website. We have a, a slew of them, different, uh, different. What would you call it? Layout, I suppose. Of course, we have the kitty paws. Those are out of stock because folks really want to make those. But right now, we got the three by one and the two by two point five units. But uh, I guess this is the. Is this the one you're using? It's the control key one. Mm. Okay, so, so this is it. Yeah, it's only four dollars for this mold. So there you go. And it'll fit right in our little UV. Thing. All of these do, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, except the space bar. Yeah, the space bar is huge, but the majority of these and the, the kitty paws are working pretty good. Yeah. Cool. And that is the resin keycaps. Lots of fun. Uh, endless possibilities in terms of theming and all that. Good skill Have to, one for to, every to month. play with. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna go into the next. All right, learn guide. Uh, this week we have a video for. This is all gonna be keycaps, so. It's all keycaps, <laughs> yeah. So this week we got a video for our emoji keyboard. This is a project idea from Liz. She wrote the code as well, and I put together the 3D printed case. One of the uh, things that was fun about it is Lamar wanted us to play with these uh, re-legendable keycaps. So these keycaps have these little printed inserts. These keycaps have two pieces to them. They got this gray keycap here that has this the injection molded stem and that fits perfectly into a kale block switch. 
But these little covers have these little clips on the side and they have plenty of room here to either paint them or add these little inserts. These little inserts are just printed from 2D paper. You can pop one out like that if I don't damage it. But that's what it is. It's just this clear flat top. There's no dome or curvature to it. So it's really, really simple. And then this, uh, this is a little paper print that I printed out. I used a template from Carter Nielsen, who's on the Adafruit support team. He is also a, a guide author. And he created a project that uses um, the, I think it's the macro pad to do uh, two-step auth uh, codes. And then he used uh, these keycaps to like have different services, so like Discord, Google, and whatever other service that you need to do to auth codes. Uh, yeah, so that, that's really the, the thing that I added to this is kind of new. I just created a bunch of these because um, I had like a whole pack of them. So I figured I'd put some of my favorite emojis. And here's what my little template looks like. I have this available in the Learn Guide, so you can download this. This is a sheet of, uh, of all the emojis. There's so many emojis, so creating this template was, uh, you know, it took some time because I had to like space out everything and then an illustrator. Uh, you have to use the glyph window because you can't, like it doesn't support emojis. It's quite fun. But uh, let's take a quick look at the Learn Guide and see where that is. So the Learn Guide covers all of the stuff. Liz put together an awesome code walkthrough. We kind of talked about this before we left, so I'll kind of skip that and uh, go straight into the usage page because uh, this is really where you can get that PDF. That's sort of the latest update to, uh, to the project. So if you want some uh, PDF template, you can use this. And then if you have an editor like Inkscape or Illustrator, there's layers in there and you can turn on and off the different emojis and sheets of them or create your own. So that's what we got there. Another thing from a design standpoint I'd like to talk about, as I was filming this, I kept running into the problem where my cutie pie keeps popping out of its holder. So I finally created um, a little bit better method of holding it in place. These just pop out all in one go, which is really nice because you got kale switches here. I'm gonna take off the, uh, the frame and then talk about how is this being held in place. So, Really, when you plug this in, it normally pops out, but I have these very, very tiny um, chamfered edges on each of these corners, and those grip onto the PCB. And really, the trick here is that you have these open reliefs here on the holder that allow you to pop it open. So if you want to just flex that slightly, that is how you open it. And the only reason this works is because you've got two things here. You have a one half millimeter thickness of your bottom cover and you have reliefs here which allow you to well flex it slightly because otherwise if this was too thick you wouldn't be able to flex it if there wasn't any reliefs here well you wouldn't be able to get in there so that is uh the latest update any cutie pie project i'm going to do for uh, moving forward will have this geometry it's a little bit extra uh you know work to create these little things but uh is it worth it? Yes, absolutely. And of course, one of my favorite things about this project is there's no soldering required. Everything's super modular. This literally just disconnects, and now I can use this cutie pie in any number of projects now. No soldering. It's just clean and maintained nicely. And the best part about the cutie pie is 
it's in stock right now for $9.95. And if you wait till tonight, you can get 10% off your order. So make sure you tune in to Ask an Engineer tonight because that's going to be fun. So let's go ahead and look at the overhead again. I'm going to try my best to put this in, but let's see if I can. You can just barely see those tiny little uh, corners there. And that is what keeps, and it's a chamfer, a one millimeter extrude with a chamfer. I don't even think it's, I think it's 0.5 millimeters actually. I'll take a look at the cat in a minute, but the way I get it in there is you fit it at an angle and you notice that, well, now these little clips won't allow it to go in. So that flex right there, you flex that, and it clicks right in, and now it, uh, it unflexes, right? It's, it straightens out, and now it's like really in there. And uh, yeah, now it will hold up against all sorts of uh, USB cable connections. That just clicks in there. Orient this the right way. And just click all these in. Sorry, I did that off camera. <laughs> but yeah, let's pump this in. And I think the number one comment that uh, I keep seeing, or not keep seeing, but one of the things that would be interesting about this project is if the, in the future, maybe we'll have Unicode support. Because right now, it's a bit of a process to do an emoji where you have to execute several commands to get the emoji pop-up to, to, to work. And you have to add some extra delays, particularly for Big Sur, Mac OS Big Sur. But on Windows, it's pretty quick. It's much quicker, less delays. But yeah, that's a pretty much the project. So shout out to Liz for coming up with it. And uh, thanks for everybody checking it out. So if you want to build this with the Cutie Pie, it's in stock. The 1x4, however, is, is problematic as it has a SAMD chip. And uh, well, it's going to be two years until we get a Sandy chip, so we might have some hardware revisions on this particular board. But with that, let me uh, punch in some emojis here. Let me see if I can do this. Yeah. So here we go. Some live emojis. Are you all ready for emojis? Guitar. Oh, that didn't work that time. Let's do it again. Guitar. <laughs> There's your guitar. There's the synth controller. Lightning bolt, lightning bolt. And the Akita, which is a dog. And then I hit enter. And there you go. Isn't that faster than having to pop up the window, search for emoji, and yeah. So let's hope that we can get Unicode support at some point. But uh, that's, the key, that's the emoji keyboard. Let me do a quick thing here. So the Learn Guide's up there. I've also updated the STL uh, of the bottom cover because that's really the only update that I've made since uh, since we released it. So yeah, it's not popping out anymore, which I'm super happy about. Because I'm filming this and I just keep, I'm just like, you know what, I'm not going to film anything. I'm going to go back into Fusion and update this. And because it's so modular, I did not have to reprint the cover or the frame because it, I maintained the same dimensions and everything's parametric anyway. So there's some CAD lessons there. All right. Saying that, that is a cool flex, bro. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> and then uh, well Dexter is saying, hey, I have a 2D printer. I could do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. These, uh, these re-legendable keycaps are out of stock, but uh, I don't 
don't know. Maybe there, maybe someone else stalks them. They're very, very cool. Um, they don't have to be emojis. They can be actual letters or actual stickers and things. Or any of the number of new emojis that are coming out in the next, what do they call it? Revision or uh, yeah, the update? Right. It's going to be fun to see uh, new emojis. There's so many of them. Jeez. Need some new fruit. Yeah. Like new a fruit. star fruit. A star fruit would be nice. I, saw, I noticed they don't have a starfish. Because mm. I was like, oh, I need, I need to put an eye in a starfish. Huh. Y'all can guess why. <laughs> cool. All right. Um, I didn't take a time code for that. Son of a gun. <laughs> All right. So here's a time code uh, for this segment here. What is it? Uh, 27 minutes in. This is uh, 3D models. <laughs> So, um, if you'd like to use a 3D model of any number of Adafruit components or boards, please check out our GitHub repo, our 3D CADs part. has just about every board from Adafruit as a 3D model in STEP file format, in Fusion 360 file format, and also as an STL. So, if you'd like to use any number of those file formats in your CAD package, check out our GitHub repo. That is how I'm able to make these models so accurate. They're actually directly converted from Eagle, which is the, the CAD software that Lamar uses and gets brought into Fusion 360 because they have such great tight integration and that's why we use it. So check that out. The website uh, for that is, Pedro's gonna post the link. Oh, you already did. <laughs> Adafruit slash Adafruit CAD parts. There you go. The way they, uh, they work is you can use Control or Command F and then search for the PID. Let's say we want the QTPI. I'm just typing QTPI. And we have two of them. We have the regular QTPI, the PID 4600, and we also have the QTPI RP2040, which I'm not seeing. So let me type in RP2040. <laughs> There's a number, there it is, 4900. So you have the QTPI, the Itsy Bitsy, the Feather, all the RP40. So we even have the Neo Key right here, the 1x4 um, thing. We also have the Neo Key Featherwing, the Rotary Trinky. All those boards are there. Um, yeah, and I'll be working on you know, more parts as we get new boards and stuff. I think the Ortho one is something that I haven't added yet. Ortho, it's problematic. <laughs> yeah, so I'll get on that. But for now, um, there's tons and tons of boards and components, so check those out. So there you go, there's the CAD parts. Big ups from Stuart says, saves lots of time. For sure. When we first started, that was a lot, uh, a large part of our time was trying to figure out where all the mounting holes for yeah, all the we boards have were. Yeah, we would to <laughs> use our calipers and manually mm -hmm. measure everything for many years. Definitely. Until we figured out, or cut until, out yeah. at least a dozen of the uh, prototypes that we would have to print out yeah. just to get that alignment and correct. For sure. Having onboard components modeled too is really important so you get all those uh, little resistors that might get ripped off if you mount them incorrectly, right? Cool. All right. I think we're ready for the shop the talk. lawnmowers. The lawnmowers, <laughs> yeah. Who said that uh, Andy was like, where's the lawnmowers? Oh, they're a little late today. There they are. Yeah, they're coming. Don't you worry. They're coming. <laughs> okay. So we're ready for a shop talk? You take a time code? Go ahead and jump into this At week's shop talk. I don't know what it is. Oh, with it's some CNC. CNC stuff. Yeah, I've been CNCing, so hold on. Shop talk, I'm trying to take notes here. All right, so let's take a look. 
I was fortunate enough to become a, uh, a member of the Bantam Tools residency. They sent me one of their new machines. This is the Bantam Tools desktop CNC machine. And one of the projects I wanted to do is a two-sided keycap. And I wanted to mill it out of wood, different types of wood. So with this, I had to create a custom fixture or a holder for these keycaps. So uh, this is just some footage of uh, running through the uh, one of the operations here doing the top side of the keycaps. So it was a long journey of learning and failing. Speaking of failing, I actually have the machine down right now. I have some replacement parts for it, but I have maxed out like 20 hours of milling. Um, I kind of maybe over tightened the belts and broke them. That's a part of learning. I also uh, broke a couple bits, but hey, that's uh, that's all a part of the game here with CNC milling. So the goal here is to create a learn guide next week and a video that uh, shows you the recipe of all the tool paths, setting them up in Fusion 360, and ultimately um, the physical things that you need to do to create this uh, this type of project, geometry, what have you. So let's take a look at the overhead. Take a look at the final product first of all. These are all CNC milled on the Bantam tools. These are all keycaps that uh, are, oh boy, is it the DSA profile? They're symmetrical profiles, so you can see here. They all have a 20 degree drafted angle and they have these little curvatures uh, on the tops of them. So they feel really nice. These are three different types of wood. We have maple, Right here we have some cherry and some walnuts and let's pop one off just to take a look at the inside this is the inside of the cap let me do a focus inside of the cap you can see here that we are very very close at uh, at the limit of uh, of our tools so all of the geometry is uh is designed around the end mills so there are three different tools i'm using to create this the the actual stem is a 132 inch the inside here is a 1 16th, and the outside to do an adaptive clearing, I'm using a 1 8th. So three different tools, not too bad. And uh, we got about a millimeter and a half of shell here, but uh, these are quite nice, and they, they seem to be pretty, uh, pretty strong too. So that's really nice. They fit in perfectly into the kale uh, switches. So that's uh, a look at them, right? You can almost make out the uh, the step downs here, you can see those radiated things, but they look great. These are completely unfinished. I still need to uh, get some lacquer on here to really pop out the uh, the grain of the wood, but these are what I'm working on. This is just the fun experiment that I was playing with, and I also played with this, uh, this knob design that's also a two-part thing, but mostly we're gonna focus on the keycaps. So, real quick, I'll show you my jig or my holder this is the part holder. These keycaps here come off like that, but this is what the uh, the holder looks like. Ooh, these are just some uh, actual injection molded DSA keycaps, and they actually fit perfectly in my holder jig. So the idea here is that you have a holder that holds the first top of the keycap. Um, what I do is I create this piece first. I mill these out in a big array and then cut them out in blocks. And then when I flip it over, that's where I'm etching away everything. And then um, they get secured with some tape. So I add some tape down here 
and then these are these are fitted there. You want to close the door? And um, I'm able to do a three by three layout here because of the massive volume, the build volume in the Bantam Tools desktop CNC. Um, and then these come off like that and then it's easy enough to just pop these out from the tape and the tape is what really keeps them in there. But uh, that's the kind of thing I got. The way I'm able to secure this is with an L bracket and you'll see all this in the video. Just imagine this is the L bracket and I'm able to probe the bracket so that I know exactly where these are uh, gonna be placed. And then the Bantam Tool software does a great job of visualizing um, where your G-code is. So it's quite a mix of, uh, of things, but uh, that's what I'm working on. And uh, you can expect a learn guide in a video next week. So yeah, lots of wood, lots of keycaps. Yeah, people like the wood lots look. Of milling. Yeah, let's take a look at the milling again because it's so fun to look at. Yeah, that's just facing. It's quite a change to go from an eighth inch to a quarter inch end mill hmm. and just be able to just chug through this material is pretty awesome. And uh, here, as you can see my holder and these, uh, these little blocks here underneath them is you know, the inside of the keycap. And that's what you wanna mill first. You wanna do that operation first um, so that uh, when you have, a, when you have a, a, a couple of them, you can add them to this holder here and then do the, uh, the top side. And uh, you can see how much it has to kind of etch away. And you have to have you know, an offset um, so that as, the, as the, you can see the slope of this thing, and it's really important to kind of do it in this order but uh, hey, that's just a little bit of, uh, of the recipe here. It's like we're cooking, we're CNC cooking here. So very cool. Any questions or anything like that, let me know. And uh, maybe I can get them, include them into the video. Yeah, people want to see some uh, milling on top of the keycaps. That would be cool, yeah. Um, yeah, um, I don't know what to add to the tops, you know, like oh, mill some, kind some of sort of etched number, maybe an emoji, yeah. I think I'm gonna leave them blank, <laughs> you know? Uh, and I also have some other wood, so I'm gonna run through you know, some of the things about the different types of wood. The other thing I think is combining it with the resin, so uh, it would just be like one layer on the uh -huh. top, you know, like how they do like oh, those wow. rings where it's like, yeah. uh, I don't That's know, like cool. burnt wood with the uh, ashes like in there to make it look yeah. like it's some sort of- uh, A resin table uh, keycap. Oh, a resin keycap. That's cool. Kind of fun. Have like a little, like yeah. cut one section and then like add that blue mica powder yeah. on top of there to have it be like a <laughs> river. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Yeah, and uh, we'll get some shellac on these <clears> to <throat> make it look great. But that's what we got for, uh, for CNC stuff. It's been a fun journey and it's almost, we're almost at the end of it. Okay, we're still in the shop talk. So I got one more fun thing I wanna talk about. This is a fun piece of code that I saw from Todd Bot. Toddbot's been doing so much cool uh, CircuitPython code. And this one, let's take the time code. It's at 3939 Toddbot. All right, so check this out. This is uh, the, uh, the, you know, the macro pad. We're still hanging out here. I'm gonna plug this in. And Todd's been playing around with PWM to make some super fun sounds. Uh-oh, did I break it? Yes, I broke it. Ah, there he is, it's reloading. There it goes.
So each of the keys do different effects. As you hold the down, you can play around with the duration or the octaves. And it's just a really fun noise maker. It reminds me of like the Osky, uh, Tommy's Oskytone arcade punk. But this is all done in CircuitPython. It, sorry. All right, let me stop it. It's super fun to play with. I, I don't know what I'm doing, but this is really fun. Um, it's in this orientation, which is it's really interesting. I almost want to redesign this so that it's, you know, and this handle would be over here on top. But hey, it's, it's cool. It's monitor, right? Um, so check it out. It's called the Noise Toy. Um, let me show you uh, Todd's uh, Instagram. We'll throw a link in the description or in the, in the thing here. But yeah, I saw this on Todd's Twitter, and he has a gist on GitHub, so you can play around with the code. And he he does a better demo than I do because he, he wrote the thing. <laughs> this is really, really cool. Very, very fun. So you can check that out. Let me drop the link in to Discord. Todd, if you're out there, keep it up, man. This is so, so fun. It's the best demos, man. So uh, there's my, uh, my uh, I don't know, promo or something? Fun, fun macro pad. It's very different because like it's hard to demo uh, hotkeys, you know, because I'm running the show. So it's always fun to have like a game or something like that. There's also other uh, games too that you can put, that you can check out. Uh, Phil B's uh, dragon egg catching game is fun too. But uh, hey, noise toy is what I wanted to play with today. And just give Todd a shout out. So check it out. I think that sort of bleeds into community makes. Yeah. You're right, yeah, it does. So let me uh, take another time code. Where are we at here with time? We're at 40, 41. Community makes. Yes, this is definitely what we need for a Halloween setup. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's do our community makes. First up, we're going to catch up on, I guess, three weeks of time lapses. I have three time lapses here. I remember which one's the first one? So the first one is the this uh, Sky This is sword. Really This cool. is so cool. It is a Nintendo Switch holder in the shape of the Master Sword from from Zelda Breath of the Wild, or Breath of whatever. No, <laughs> it's Skyward. Skyward Sky is the game. Sky By Word Pablo sword. Uh, Pirata. Pirata. And I love how... It's such an excellent... Detail way to create a holder is. for your uh, your joy cons So you got a shield for the blue one and for the other one. It's the uh, the sword so you are swinging and It's a motion controller, right? So the game allows you to use the accelerometers to control your weapons and here it is. Did an excellent job of having oh, a single form. extrusion print. Yeah. All of these just pop into place. So he did an excellent job in terms of having all the tolerances fit really well. So uh, no special um, like adhesion or anything that was required no for this. No sanding either, huh? No sanding, uh, no painting. Excellent. All you do is just pop in. This is uh, two parts right here. So you can have all the colors separated. Look at this and detail, my goodness. Same thing with the sword over here Go with the these are popped in inserts? Yeah, that just Jeez. pops right in. You can pop it That's right out if you want. And this is the, uh, you know, the sort of design style has been simplified for this Skyward game. Mm -hmm. So you'll see different versions of the Master Sword, but this is a really nice one because it's simple. And this is all one piece? Oh, I can see where this yeah, is there. Yeah, it pops in there. These two pieces uh, no get supports, here together. Did you get supports? 
Uh, supports were was on the inside of that. Got it. Okay. Because of the overhangs. Right. Other than that, no sort of tricks for getting the tolerances to work. They all fit very snug. Very, very cool. I need to get the game. I haven't had time. I know. <laughs> and here's the shield. Here's the shield. Uh, you can print it in whatever color. Just glue them together. They mm -hmm. all snap fit. Yep. They all just snap in there. And again, super impressed in the way the drafts are set up so these just can easily pop in and uh, don't need a multi-material printer for this. Let's print yeah. all the different pieces in uh, whatever color. Can I play the time-lapse again? Do you show it printing? Or am I... uh, just the blue part, because all the little pieces, it's like uninteresting. Oh, I get it. Right. So Even the is... uh, the handle for the sword. Okay. Uh, it's just like a short. Actually, yeah. I did put that in there. It's so short. It is short, but hey, it's cool to run through it. And... Mm -hmm. All right, yeah, there's a little bit of support is. there. Cool. All right, just wanted to show it again. So this is by Pablo, and I have a link here uh, to the Thingiverse. Great for cosplay. <laughs> cosplay <laughs> slash playing. Oh, I can so put all the links to this. <clears throat> yeah, I got you here. I got it. Well, what's funny is I believe Nintendo is selling their own Yeah, um, you know, I think they, they should. Accessories. <laughs> they definitely but should. But it's so cool that you can just print out your own. Yeah, so. Uh, Customize to whatever you want. Shout out Pablo. And you won't be out. Uh, I'm Excellent color choice here. Their prices are always high, so if oh. you break it, you can just print another one. Very, very cool. So check it out. Awesome accessory to play. Skyward Sword HD. <laughs> cool. Oh, cool. The models were actually created by Zolt, Zoltinki and modified by Fiber. All right, cool. Looks like there's a story behind this. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, all right. We'll check it out. We have a link there in the description. On to the next one. We have a Tiki mask. This is a Tiki mask by Mad, Mads ST. Uh, I think and it's in the other I room, don't correct? No, if you can wear it or not. Let me you can put some straps on the sides. Okay. A little big. Might want to add some, uh, like, like cloth around the eyes, just so it, you know your face isn't fully visible since. The eyelids for that is so big. Okay, I'm trying to get the link to the... I might have not copied it correctly. I apologize. Yep. Edit message. Enter. Should update. Here we go. I know the video is running in the background, so here, let me switch to the website. This is by Mads ST. And there's several versions of it or just it cut up differently? Yeah, just um, cut up for different size print beds. Got it. That's fun. That's On the CR10s, cool. it's big enough to uh, print as one whole piece. You know, I thought this was from Crash Bandicoot. Indeed it is. So it's inspired by the Aku Aku mask from uh, Crash Bandicoot. remember playing that as a kid on PS1. And it's a bit of a low poly version. Yeah, I tried printing out the high poly version. The Kira just crashes the one trying to slice it. Right. You brought it or is it in the other <laughs> No, it's in the other room. Okay. Well, you saw the time lapse of it. It's and, pretty cool. Uh, it's pretty neat. Very simple to print, right? Mm-hmm. Was there any support? Uh, just support material on the teeth and the eyes. All right. The overhangs happen. Oh, cool. Excellent. Worked there. And then the last one is... This was a request. Timely. It's a request from PT. So they just saw the uh, Suicide Squad. There were some Adafruit uh, circuit boards in there. Yeah, the like coin cell. Coin cell <laughs> it's like battery. A bomb and everything. 
and of course the uh, the star o the, uh, the star of the show star of the show <laughs> flipping starfish yeah so of course he wanted some Halloween eyes added into here so this is the Ninja Flex uh, print of a star o so slice it up into two parts so that the bottom can come off it's completely what? hollow it on is. the inside. Wow. The only modifications I did to that was use a mesh mixer and hollowed out the uh, geometry to this. And then we just added a uh, hollowing in there, the M4 version, to get a little bit of a crispness to the eye graphics. And then the acrylic uh, convex lenses that we have. Mm -hmm. Nice little 500 milliamp hour battery on there. You have access to the on and off switch and USB if you want to edit the shader for the eyes. Yeah. I think, I believe it was like was it like yellow and it's green? It's funny that this is actually the iris that in the movie, it's pretty much like the gold it's pretty close. on the inside and then blue yeah. on the outside of the iris. Yeah, there. it's just that needs to be, a, the iris needs to be bigger. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, it's a nice little way to make a Ninja Flex uh, prop of Starro. Super I can't easy. see Starfish like normal anymore after <laughs> seeing that movie. And what's but cool about this, because it's in the Ninja Flex, the way that this uh, snaps in. Right, this is really cool, the way it can cup into the le the, um, the outer mm -hmm. kind of lip. And it uh, it curves inward, so it's got a good uh, thing to it. It's just nice and creepy. It's I was uh, creepy. having too much fun creeping out my son, <laughs> chasing him around. With the... <laughs> you chasing him around? All right, let's look at the time lapse, because I didn't play it yet. But, uh, oh, you got a bit of... Up mics. Hey folks, sorry about the uh, the static. My mic died. How about that? I need some new batteries. Well, um, apologies on the ears. Yeah, apologies on your ears. How long did that? Happen? About a minute. About a minute. Well, yeah. how fitting that it's on Starro that like you get this just <laughs> crazy audio. But hey, we have backup mics right here. So shout out to uh, to backup mics. I don't to know. Yeti. Yeah, shout out to the Yeti mic. So it doesn't need a battery. <laughs> so this is uh, the um, the remix here. I believe it's a remix. Maybe it's not, but it's from uh, Sup Dave seventy one Super Dave seventy one on Thingiverse. Thank you, Dave, for posting up your Star of the Conqueror uh, model. So you've re remixed it happily. So uh, maybe we'll post it up as a remix if folks really want it. It's also on Tinkercad, which is really cool. So check it out. And it's also a remix from some real starfish. Oh, excellent, <laughs> yeah. Remix of a remix of a remix. So excellent. All right. Sorry about the, the your ears. <laughs> so uh, So the, the only other uh, tip here. in terms of, uh, besides like the hollowing it out and getting the two pieces sliced so that they have uh, this little, the way that this um, press fits in to the other side mm -hmm. is uh, the airbrushing that I was trying to do. I thought it would work on the black, 
Of course it did not. I should have printed it all in white mm -hmm. and that, that would have worked. So I had to use the acrylic paint, which yeah. I thought would have cracked and fell off with all the bending, but oh, wow. it's it does not. Well. So yeah. This matte finish too feels really nice. Mm -hmm. um, and of course you can have like that slimy look by adding some, probably some, some resin on top or a clear, uh, some sort of yeah, acrylic, some sort clear of coat on top. Coat, yeah. Maybe that would crack it, but hey, there's there's so much stuff you can do with Ninja Flex. Again, this is the Cheetah Ninja Flex. Um, what what's the short hardness? Eighty or uh, ninety? Uh, ninety ninety eight. Yeah, it's so, short hardness. Uh, yeah. Uh, Stuart's asking what fill did I use for the Ninja Flex? Uh, what infill? Maybe infill. Uh, I think it's like ten percent. The trick for hollowing this out inside of mesh mixer is just having the the um, the thickness be uh, all perimeter. Huh? I think it was like two two millimeters for the thickness when you adjust the hollowing the hollow settings inside of mesh mixer cool and another t tip when you're printing with um ninja flex you probably want to use what blue tape you don't want so to print it straight I did, on your pei i bet, actually i did <gasps> so i have a 0.35 uh, initial layer height so it's higher on the oh. bed plate and it and didn't fuse to it? It did not fuse. That's the trick on that one. Oh, just have really? it just have the initial layer uh be like 0.35. You can almost see the, the height, texture the there. height, not the width. Was it on the the powder PEI, coated? Yeah, PEI. So the powder coated yep. uh, PEI sheet. Yeah, we need to upload our um, profiles that we've okay. done for the CR10 yeah. uh, V2 and V3 and Pro. Just as a thing. I have them so dialed in right now. Yeah. Just as a thing about this cheetah style ninja flex is it's less elastic but it's still super duper depending um, on how flexible. thick you print it so this right. is like three layers but there's no elasticity to it so just be aware of that if you want something to stretch you want to go with ninja flex but mm -hmm. if you have a boat in you're pretty much limited yeah. to something like this which is cheetah's uh 90 shore hardness mm -hmm. 98. walks around like this and he kicks one of the rats and <laughs> gets eaten by the rats. And then uh, the way that we're mounting this on, it's yeah. just hot glue. Yeah, little dabs of hot glue here. We'll hold it in place. And then we're being conserved here with like not using too much, but you can use as so much So we can as just rip want. it out to mm -hmm. re-cannibalize in a different project. Yeah. I don't want to put that on my face. Like That's just... <laughs> I think he's going to request that I with know, some, uh, some Ninja Flex rats. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, it's Halloween. It sure is. <laughs> In August. See me smiling. <laughs> I mean, we got, what is it, the Halloween, the Boo Bash coming up, I think, next week? So we're, all, we're oh, all in on this Halloween right now in August. <laughs> all right, so. There you go. Cool. All right, yeah. Yeah, the percentage, yeah, ten percent for the infill, which doesn't really matter here since the um, it's all perimeter. Yeah, it's all perimeter. So you're not even getting any infill. It's just straight. No. It's just straight perimeters. Yep. How many perimeters? Three. Four. Uh, three. Three, three perimeters. Okay. Solid. Literally. And if you meant like, how did I, like, in like fill like, like one of the parts of that like crack and um, the under extruded just a bit, huh? It's just the angle it has of texture it. Texture to it. Yeah, it's the though. angle. Just yeah, it's just paint stuck yeah. in there yeah that's fun did you have to clean up any of the stringiness uh very little i mean it's all on the inside so right. it doesn't really matter you can yeah you can kind of see yeah, some of the stringiness right here you can just cut them off so the sports just pop right off just because of the the offset that i have set on oh, okay. them okay it's the uh point two two 
for the Z offset on that. Cool. And I think that's it for this week's yeah. time lapse stuff. There's more um, community makes. We do have more community makes, so let me grab some links, and we'll uh, we'll share some links here. All right, so I'm doing. Uh, What's the time code is 55. We're almost out of time, folks. All right. So first up, we got we got a fun make from Stuart. Stuart, you're in the chat room. Hello, Stuart. <laughs> this is uh, the pie badge. Stuart wanted to make a, pie, a case for his pie badge. Um, this is a, a snap fit together case. It's got all the cutouts for the buttons and even some cutouts for the NeoPixels. And, and uh, Stuart also made a, uh, a diffuser as well uh, for the NeoPixels and TPU, which is really cool to see. But yeah, if you need a case for your Pi badge, um, check this one out. I also have like a bezel, I think, too, that you can add if you have your, if your, your monitor is kind of coming out. So uh, check it out. Thanks, uh, Stuart, for posting that up. Just search for a Pi badge case on Thingiverse or the Learn system, and you'll find uh, the parts there. All right, next up, we have our first make of the Kitty Paw uh, keypad. So uh, Ni Koi Wen posted up their make Ooh. of this very cute Kitty Paw shaped keypad. It's amazing. I didn't think anybody would build this, but this is so cool to see that somebody actually built one. And it looks great. It's got party paired on the inside, and as you press the keys, the, the toe beans, rather, uh, the party pair will animate because it's all in CircuitPython and shout out to Liz for helping me on that one as well. So uh, yeah, it's great to see folks are making the most ridiculous keypads. <laughs> and also from Neo Nick Nicoen Nicoen, they also have the uh, the lemon keypad, which is a fun one too. This is the predecessor to the Kitty Paw, so that's really cool to see as well. All right, next up, we have a Star Trek com badge with the circuit playground. This is something I actually milled out of brass and aluminum, but it's an STL, so you can print it out. Folks are printing it out. And uh, this was printed on an Ender 3. So that's really cool to see. And some nice uh, kind of glossy style filaments here. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that is really cool to see. Is there a Star Trek com badge with circuit playground? Um, the actual circuit playground is fitted behind the com badge and it uses the accelerometer to actually chirp and uh, light up and do some other things. So check that project out. It's from 2016. Look at that. You even got your shirt going on there, Pedro. You were like evil Pedro oh. Spock. Does everybody <laughs> want to see Pedro as an evil Spock? Um, watch this video. And uh, man, that was a fun project to mill because I never played with brass. And milling brass is quite better than aluminum, in my opinions. But any manner, Circuit Playground, a thousand and one uses. All right, next up we got a macro pad case. This is by John Park. John Park uh, made his own sort of uh, case for the macro pad. And this is a make by Ryan X7. So Ryan X7 printed this out and uh, it looks great. They sanded it. Look how it looks like injection molded. They sanded it and I think spray painted it as well. Very nice finishing. And a really sweet design by John. These are really nice buttons too. Look at that. Very, nice. very cool. I like the uh, all those little edges and stuff. Make the mm -hmm. details look really, really sweet. So 
check that one out if you want to make get another case for your macro pad check out John's all right we got one more I believe this one's from Jeff Jeff Epler has some designs as well so follow him on Thingiverse as well nmsr1196 is his username but Jeff has here um, a little uh, TPU bumper so uh, the description here um, what's the make I don't know who well and in any manner um, they saw it on the circuit Python day stream and they wanted to print it and they found it here so if you want just a simple little bumper to keep your macro pad nicely uh, kind of secured or you know gripped this little nice. bumper here is designed for TPU filament which is what we're talking about so check it out it's a good print it should print really well it's a good starter print like this is the right type of geometry you want mm -hmm. for your if you're doing ninja flex for the first time or any tpu for the first time oh Stuart says that's him on thingiverse <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry that is you oh that is fun so Stuart, you made all the things <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to Stuart. but yeah uh jeff has quite a few designs as well so check out jeff he does a lot of open scad designs so check out uh um, Jeff's page here with follow. I'm not signed in, so it doesn't show I'm following, but I am indeed following. Cool, cool. And that's this week's Community Makes. Thank you everybody so much for posting your makes, posting your designs, sharing it with the world. That's really sweet of you. I got a knife and a starfish. What is going on here? I'm going to get it in the eye. That is exactly it's like every video game <laughs> that has a monster yeah you gotta get him in the eye nobody like shoot him in the eye and that didn't do anything <laughs> but a spear mm. <laughs> all right folks we gotta end the show oh yeah it's uh lunch time it's lunch time so thanks Stuart. so later tonight we're gonna be hosting show intel that's right it's at 7 30 p.m eastern time We'll be and posting then, uh, the StreamYard link in the Discord, so make sure to stay tuned on that. Have all the notification, notifications turned on so you won't miss out on that. And then right after that, it's going to be a whole hour of Ask an Engineer with PT and Lamar. And take a look at all of the goings-on this week, all the new products, and of course the discount code. That's right. So get those, uh, those carts ready with all of the projects for your next uh, or all the goodies for your next project don't forget halloween hack fest is going on this is a contest you can give, win some monies for making stuff and you get double the prize if you use some adafruit gear so why not check this out get your hackaday io account set get up your, uh, iot pumpkin ready yeah that's a good idea or your mac classic haunted mac classic <laughs> with an adafruit sticker <laughs> All right, folks, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to see you next week. But until then, to make it blah, 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 blah. Don't forget to make a great, great day. day. Bye, see you folks. later tonight. Music.